You're listening to The Shaded Podcast, the show where we talk about myths, misconceptions, and things that matter. I'm your host, Vish. And I'm your host, Fuzz. What's going on, Fuzz Hayden? You all right? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a... We've just recovered from a four-day weekend, but for some reason, the week's dragging for me still. It always does. The four-day week coming back, like from Tuesday to Friday, is like the slowest week in the world. It really yeah. is. I struggled today as well, to be fair. I'm not going to lie. I was like, what day is it? Tuesday? No, it's Wednesday. And I was like, oh, yeah, week's almost <laughs> over. But it still feels like it's like got, we've got another three or four days left. Exactly. Well, it's, as well, like you, for me, I get into the swing of things like on the third day of the week. It's Wednesday. <laughs> You're yeah. that slow. Are you that slow? Yeah. <laughs> it takes you three days to like actually catch up. Oh, yeah. I'm like one of those old cars. You know, it takes me a while to warm up. But when I do, I'm like, I'm my best. You gotta pull the choke. You gotta pull the pull choke. The ch- oh my god! Yeah, chokes. Do you remember those? I never had a car. I never had a car with a choke. I did. I'll tell you a story. At a at a Fiat Uno, which looked like an upside down skip, and I remember when I first got it. <laughs> upside down skip. Yeah, when I, when I first got it, I was like, oh, actually, this car's quite sick, you know. And then I was driving along, and then things were great, and then it came towards the winter, and obviously the engine needs to warm up. Right. Yeah. So I pulled the choke and I thought I just have to leave the choke on. Like just pulled it out and left it there. And I was like, yeah, it's cool. You know? And then all of a sudden the engine started to splutter. Basically I flooded the engine. I ruined it. <laughs> so the car they really liked, you killed. So basically killed the upside down, upside down skip actually became a skip because a skip. it was that crap. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I sold it in the uh-huh. end anyway. What color was it though? Was it like a bright it green? Was, no, it was gunmetal. Oh, way and ahead had, of this I, time. Alloy wheels and everything, and had a little red stripe that went from the front of the car to the back of the car, like a really like sports strip. Are you sure it wasn't like a toy car that you were like imagining? A shit app. <laughs> it could have been. It was tiny. It could have been. It was tiny. Yeah. My first car was, I think you remember it. It was a Vauxhall Corsa. I absolutely loved this car. I battered I it though. I remember I reversed it. I, I was driving my mum and my sister somewhere, and I was like, oh, really hyped up. And as I was parking it, I was, I think I had my license for about two weeks or something. No, I had my license. I only had the car for two weeks, sorry, because I got my license a year before. Anyways, doesn't matter. But I, I was so excited. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to parallel park, reversed in t- between these two cars. And boom. I was like, shit, what oh, have shit. I done? Got out of the car. Up the car behind me, it had a tow bar, old school tow bar. And it'd gone inside my bumper because I oh, drove into it. Yeah, because they're quite lethal. Yeah. They're quite, yeah, they're quite actually, lethal. The other day, I actually hit my calf against one. I had a bruise now. <laughs> your calf or your thigh? <laughs> my calf? Well, yeah, yeah, my thigh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Funny, short jokes. Go. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, we've all got like something embarrassing. Like that, that was really embarrassing for me because I was like, before, five minutes before, I'm like, oh, I'm the best driver in the world. And then all of a sudden, boom. So as you can all, as everyone can actually hear, there's a bit of a theme going on here. We're talking about embarrassing stories. Because last on the last show, we actually spoke about how our parents used to say shit that used to embarrass us as well. You know, shit, shit parents say. So this time we're going to flip reverse it and we're going to talk about ourselves and embarrassing stories that we can tell you that we've endured. 
and yeah, yes, no, there's there's quite a few. There is quite a few. Um, actually, I, I'm, first I'm going to talk about one one that me and you endured together. And Go I don't on. know if you remember the uh, the time when it was our works Christmas party back in 2000 and I want to say 2009, 2010. Wow, yeah, probably yeah, probably 2010. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. First Do you remember? Was working with the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So, so we were all going to this uh, Christmas party, and Fuzz was very nice, and he picked me up. So he was my, uh, he was my Uber driver for Designated that night. Designated driver, yeah. He, well, yes, you were, you were. And <laughs> Fuzz Uber driver, up, dude, what are you yeah. doing, man? <laughs> I'm just feeding my stereotype now. <laughs> you are. All you needed was a Bluetooth headset, and you'd be, you'd be completely set. But um, yeah, so we, we, if you remember, like you picked me up from uh, one of my uh, family friends' houses. Um, yeah. And then we drove to uh, way out in the sticks in Leicester. I can't remember yeah. exactly where it was, but it was way out in the sticks, and it was a massive Christmas tent, if you remember. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas yeah. company, wasn't it? That's it. That was a Christmas yeah. company. So we're going along, chugging away, and at this point, Fuzz was probably the worst driver I've ever actually sat with in my entire life. Yeah, not and changed you, you much now. <laughs> <laughs> so. We're taking along on this road, and it's a 60 mile per hour road. And first, is like doing 20, 25. And behind this is the biggest queue in the entire world of people trying to get past. <laughs> do you remember this? Yes, I do. But the thing is, I was so nervous driving, I didn't look in my rearview mirror to see how many cars were behind me because I've let, oh no, it's just going to make me more nervous. Yeah, but first, had this amazing thing where he would sit so close. To the steering wheel, his nipples would actually touch the, the horn. That's how close yeah. he was. I'd chafe nipples like that, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, it was one of the funniest things because we got there and people like beeping at us and beeping at us constantly. Got out of the car and people were just giving us evils. And I was like, I went driving. I went driving. <laughs> but yeah, do you remember your shoes? Yeah, what you dubbed as disability shoes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was like, um, if anyone's seen Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, where. Um, Short stack was it short stack? Short shorty. Yeah. Shorty's yeah. driving the car at the beginning, he's got boxes under his feet because he can't reach the pedals. Wow, holy smoke! Class landing! Short round, step on it! Okie dokie, Dr. Jones, hold on to your potato! Right now, there's a kid driving the car! <laughs> oh. That was kinda of, kinda of reminded me yeah, of basically you. that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. See, as a better way of describing my disability shoes were <laughs> they were two sizes too big and the had like a sole that was heavy so heavy i had to exert myself to lift my feet yeah but, and i did. was driving in these they were like six <laughs> inches right or something like that <laughs> <laughs> that's it in an effort to be tall um, yes. <laughs> yeah that was embarrassing that one i think that was embarrassing for both of us though wasn't it I just pretended I didn't know you. I just got out the car and I was like, sorry, uh, thank you, Uber driver. Here's five pounds. Five pounds? You should have given me a tenner of that. <laughs> you should have paid me. Um, but I'm going to talk of one that we shared. I think, yeah, we definitely shared this one. So okay. it's... There's quite eight, a few. What well, was it? 9 o'clock that we used to go into work? Uh, I was always there early. Early, yeah. Well, this time you came in with everybody else. And it was like a couple of us. We were all getting together. Uh, going in, <laughs> going in together. Was, yeah, you know right. what's good. I know where you're going with this one already. So it's you know morning. We're all going into the office for a day of work, and we had a very narrow staircase where we could only go one at a time. So we went in a queue, yes. and in front of me was my uh, manager, female manager. I'm not going to say her name. Um, and as we were walking <laughs> up, 
I was behind her and all of a sudden I said, Huh, nice legs. Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what? I was stood right behind first and literally I almost had a heart attack. I literally yeah. <laughs> it was one of the most weirdest things I've ever experienced because it was like the manager, Fuzz, me, and there's a couple of other people behind me. I remember this. And it was like, you could literally drop a pin and hear it because it was that silent. And this manager spun around and looked at Fuzz and went, you can't say that about people. Do you remember this? Something, yeah. But, but I, I remember her saying thank you, but I think I must have repressed that because do you know what it was? Because at that point, I had a very sheltered life. And I was, I was, and it was not malice or like being being pervert. She actually had very um, shapely legs, so I was like, "Oh, tone. nice legs, the tone." That's tone. it, exactly. So I just said, "Nice legs," as in like, "Oh, they look look very," um, like I said, "toned." Uh, and she, I think afterwards, it was clarified because she realised I did not mean it in a pervy way. She, she knew, she knew anyway. But I think it was just one of those shocking moments where it was <laughs> you can't say shit like that. <laughs> you just can't. But you know, as Fuzz mentioned, it was one of those things where you actually didn't have a clue what the fuck you were saying. It, it was just literally, oh, nice legs. High nice five. Legs. Do you know There's no filter. It's like no. the thought occurred and it just came through. There's no filter saying, Fuzz, you can't say this. It's, you know. <laughs> Luckily, she knew you well enough to understand that it was actually cool. It was fine. Imagine, it if, I did on my first, imagine if I did that on my first day of work. Mate, you would have been thrown down the stairs. I would have thrown you down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys didn't know I was going to start anyway, so that's true. Yeah, you did yeah. randomly yeah. just appear. You did randomly yeah. appear. But you know, have you ever been in a position where you've been like, you've met someone who's relatively famous or famous, and you just don't know what to say? Uh, yeah, uh, I think I've been in that situation before. Go on, who? Tell me. Okay, so. Back in my secondary school, um, this is like way back. Uh, I'm trying to think what year it would have been. Uh, to, it was in the it was in the noughties. and at the time in you know um, British Asian music, Jay Sean was breaking through. I don't know if people remember Jay Sean, Jay Sean, Juggedy, Rishi Rich. And they were doing like a tour of all the schools in the UK and they came to our secondary school in Leicester and we were all outside like the only room we had for them to perform was our drama room because the I think the halls were taken for exams so we're all queued up yeah everybody's waiting oh Jay Sean's gonna come Rishi Rich is gonna come all of this and as soon as the doors open they're coming we're all silent like literally we're all silent just looking at them so all you can hear is their shoes going tuk, 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 and all of these little kids looking at them like oh, Jay Sean wow. wearing heels <laughs> it's stiletto there isn't it um, but no he walked through nobody said anything as soon as they got into the drama room and the doors closed that's what everybody was like oh my god he's here oh my god he's here and I remember one of my mates saying you guys are fucking thick <laughs> <laughs> but what about you? What were you doing? Ah, see, because I was in the, I was top of the music class. After the performance, I got to meet him. Oh, did you? What did you say yeah. to him? 
Nice legs. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yo, I, I Hello, Brody. <laughs> that's it. Hello, Brody. Uh, no, I think I just took him a... I took, I took a picture with him on my old Motorola phone that just about had a camera. I've, I've lost that photo. Um, oh damn it, dude! Yeah, and I said, "Oh, I like, I like, I want to go into music." I said, like, "Oh yeah, if you do ever get into music, let me know." Obviously, I didn't let him know because I didn't get into music. But no, and also um, you lost the photo, so you probably didn't give a shit. Probably. Exactly. I never met you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Maybe I need to like cover next time I meet him. I need to like cover my beard and just to remind him. Oh look, it's me. You oh, know, I... <laughs> twenty-one can bottles have... of bleach. <laughs> can I have twelve bottles of bleach, please? Can I have twelve bottles of bleach, please? That's it. <laughs> Have you ever had that though, where you ended oh, up uh, starstruck and lost for words? Yeah. Well, as you know, I'm not one to lose my words ever. So it's hard to uh, stop you talking sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And normally, I'm quite. I think I, I can present myself quite well. Um, so me and my partner at the time. By the way, this is a, a conversation I had today on on BBC Radio. Um, oh. You were on, on the, exactly the same conversation, and. Um, me and my partner at the time we were in London and we were having some brunch <clears throat> and uh, whilst we're having brunch I uh, I turn around and I'm like saying to my other half I'm like oh this is so and so and she's like I have no idea who this person is uh, and I was like I'm going over and my other half said no don't don't go over don't go over and I was like I'm going so I go and rock up to this person acting all cool and suave and shit yeah. like that <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I, I literally she's ordering her food she's finished ordering her food and she turns around and I'm like hey are you going to sing a song? No. <laughs> hey, are you going to sing? Yeah, but it's not a song. It's my life. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then I, I, I approach her and she's like, um, hi, and I'm like, hi, are you Holly Valance? And she goes, yeah. And I was like, oh, wicked. So I'm trying to be really cool at this point. Yeah. And Holly Valance, as we all know, is super, super, super hot. Uh, yes. And I remember I saw her perform way back in the day in Party in the Park, in Vicky Park in Leicester, actually. Oh, um, was it uh, her song Kiss Kiss? It was Kiss Kiss, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm having a chat with her and I'm like, oh, I didn't realise you were in London. And she was like, yeah, she goes, my husband's from here. And I was getting really jealous. Um, and she was like, yeah, my husband's from here. So I'm just doing a bit of shopping. This is my mum, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I said, oh, do you mind if we take a picture together? She said, yeah, cool. She goes, my picture's never come out good. And instead of me saying something really nice, and, she goes, and I turned around and I said something along the lines of, yeah, I can believe that. <gasps> you, what a dick. You didn't say instead that. Of, instead of me saying, <laughs> instead of me saying, I don't believe that. I just, I, my mouth just went fucking, I don't know what the hell happened. It just kind of instead went. Of it, I- he said, I, I can believe I, I can, can believe, believe that. I can believe that. And oh. she still smiled in the picture. I've still got it. It's on my Instagram. I will post this after this uh, after this episode uh, <laughs> episode airs. But um but do you know what she was <laughs> she was awesome. But as soon as oh I took the photo, I went nice to meet you and I did like a Chinese bow and I walked away. <laughs> well I actually didn't walk away, I ran away. It wasn't that thing where you were embarrassed and you had to like bow down at a ninety degree angle. <laughs> yeah, she was Arigato. Oh my and I God. ran off. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe you did that. Well, talking about insulting celebrities, this is a bit of like, it's an embarrassing moment for me, but I wasn't the person who um, instigated it. So we went to pick up uh, our relatives from the airport in Heathrow. 
and it was some um, relatives who were coming from India uh, and they were, you know, moving here. I went with my dad. So it was me, my dad, and I think it was my uncle who went to pick up our relatives. And I went with them because I was like, every time anybody went to the airport, it was like, for you me, went. it was like, oh, day out. Yeah. Oh, my you God. I can't wait to go to the yeah. Yeah. Oh, mom, look, WH Smiths. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, um, so we're waiting. We I think we arrived really early. So we were just waiting around. And all of a sudden, there's this, this crowd of girls um, at the arrival section. And we're like, what's happening? Um, and then we see Bollywood superstar, Shah Rukh Khan. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah, he was coming, you know, with all his entourage. And yeah. all the girls are screaming, like, oh, we love you. We love you, Shah Rukh. Come marry me, Shah Rukh. All of this. And I'm just... <laughs> and I'm just Did you say kid, that like, as well? Did you say that as well, Fuzz? Tell yeah, the I was like... Marry me, please, Sharok. <laughs> no, I was, I was just like, you know, Steve, you know, I'd, I'd never had that experience of seeing uh, a celebrity in person. You know, you only see him uh, through a television screen, so it's quite surreal. And I was like, oh, wow. And then my dad's standing next to me. Yeah. Imagine this. Loads of girls screaming. Wild. Crazy for this man. And all of a sudden, you hear, I hate you, bastard. Oh, shit. That's your dad, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pin drop silence. Shark's entourage looking around who said it. And my dad just walks off. As in, oh, like, my God. Couldn't give a shit. Like, he just walks off. Like, yeah. And then I'm standing there. And I'm like, it definitely wasn't me. I don't, I'm, I'm a kid. Yeah, I don't have that voice. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was hate like, you, bastard. <laughs> I went to my dad. I'm like, why did you do that? I hate him. So I told him. I was like, <laughs> but why? What's he done to him? I've no idea. He just hates him. So I was like, oh, God. Do you know, it's weird because like, you know, being starstruck, you just wouldn't ever expect it because these people are just normal, right? Yeah. Um, there was this one time. This isn't really an embarrassing story. I can't give myself credit on this one, actually. So I was exhibiting in Chelsea, in the Hilton in Chelsea, which is right next to the Chelsea football ground. Okay. And uh, whilst I was there, um, I was just exhibiting and, and all the people within the exhibition went off into a conference, so it was relatively quiet. Now, getting into this particular hotel was a nightmare because of the traffic, it was ridiculous. And obviously, you're in Chelsea, right? Yeah. So anyway, next thing you know, I see this massive entourage of people around this guy Similar to Sheryl Khan, but he wasn't Sheryl Khan. And no. and basically, I just run up to this guy and I'm like, "Hey, did you have? Uh, I had a lanyard on, so I, I, he must have thought I was part of the team. Great, right? So I walk up yeah. to this guy. And I'm like, "Hey, um, was there any trouble getting into the car park today? Because I really struggled." And he went, "No, no trouble." And I, I can't put his accent on. He was Brazilian, so yeah. he's just Indian in my head. Um, anyway, and I was like, "Oh, okay, no worries." And so basically, I bypassed his entourage because it's a lanyard that I was wearing. Yeah. And I said, oh, actually, while I'm here, can I take a quick selfie? And he was like, yeah, no problem. So it turns out this guy was Roberto Carlos, only the best Brazilian football ever to ever walk this planet. Um, really? So I took a, yeah, I got an awesome selfie with him. And he shook my hand and he was like, yeah, thanks, man. And he was really cool. It was really nice. It was like, it's just not what you would have expected. It shows and you, though. Confidence can get you anywhere. There. It really, it really can. To talk to him. Yeah, yeah, I got to chat to him, shook his hand and all sorts, and then obviously wandered off. And Again, this is going to be a picture I'm going to put on the uh, Shaded Podcast Instagram as well, next to Holly Valance. Obviously, yeah. Holly Valance gets a trophy on this one, 
all day, exactly. even though I insulted her. Even though her you in insulted her, I can believe <laughs> yeah. I don't come out good on photos, I can believe that. Yeah. I'm sure you've yeah. never insulted people in your, like, normal people in your real life like that, have you? Oh, yeah, I have. Okay. But that great. was on purpose. That was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of see, it's just surprising what one one letter could have done. I can't believe that. I can't believe I know. Um, bitch. She could have probably gone out with me after that. If I said yeah, the right thing. Have... The fact she has a husband doesn't really matter, does it? It doesn't matter. Uh, She was actually holding a duvet. So, you know, she just bought a duvet. So, you know, I think that was quite. Sorry, what was she holding? A duvet. A duvet? Yeah. Not a duvet. Or a (laughs) duvet. Do you mean duvet? Not duvet. Duvet. (laughs) It's like the French. (laughs) Duvet. Duvet. Uh, So, basically, yeah, that's what happened. But honestly, it is one of those things where. Regardless of who you think you are and how confident you are, you do actually jumble your words up, and it's, it's actually quite... Exactly. It's quite, Luckily yeah. you did it with Roberta Carlos, otherwise his entourage would have kicked your ass. Yeah, see, I wish I was that smooth with her instead of him. <laughs> 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 maybe it was maybe it was the shiny bald head that gave you maybe. the confidence, wasn't it? Maybe, yeah. I had a full um, head of hair as well, so I felt good. What about dates? Any... Oh. <laughs> any dates that have embarrassed you? Uh, well, I've been embarrassed at a couple of dates um, I'm going to choose one which uh, it actually was really embarrassing for me so I was in Taiwan teaching English um, and it was brilliant you know I just finished uni and it was my first time being independent living on my own you know it was an amazing experience and I was on the dating scene and I had uh, managed to get a date and we decided to meet her. I thought you know let me take her out to a nice restaurant and we went to this nice restaurant. I was dressed really nice. You know, she looked beautiful. And, you know, I ordered whatever I wanted on the menu. And so did she. Had a lovely conversation going. And I was like, yes, this is going to be a, such a great date. But then the gods looked down on me and thought, this date's going too well. Let's fuck him over. So the bill comes. And, you know, they put, it's a, one of those fancy restaurants where they put the bill into this huge leather binder oh yeah <laughs> with mints on on the tray and i was like oh you know do the thing where i'm like just lift it up have a look don't you know make any reactions okay reach into my back pocket wait maybe it's my inside pocket no it's not there oh, wait wait shit. side pockets only thing i've got on me what they call is over there they've got an mrt so my subway card basically okay yeah yeah Go and I'm like, shit, I haven't got any money. And then, how do I approach this? So I was like, you know, I thought she's still talking, so let let her finish her thing, her uh, sentence. But then I got really nervous, so I had to say, you get nervous just telling this story. Yeah, I'm I'm sweating as well. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, excuse me, um, I I really, really hate to ask you this, but could you pay for dinner? Because I don't (laughs) seem to have any money. And she just looked at me like at first she was like, "Oh, you want want to you want to go halves?" I was like, "No, no, no, I have no money. Could you pay for it?" And honestly, that was like one part of my life that I still think back to and I vividly remember it. Um, but she was good about it afterwards. I was just gonna ask you, did she slap you? Or? No, no, no. We laughed about it afterwards. Um, and then did you pay her back? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, kind of like. She bought dinner, then I bought the dinner the next time. Oh, okay. Um, Did you date any more after that? That's the question. 
yeah, that was the next time. There were uh, three, four dates I think we had afterwards. And it, okay. was, it was nice. She was a really nice person. Uh, I'm not going to say her name. Um, it wasn't Holly Valance, was, great... was it? Because I'll kick your ass if it is. Uh, I see. I've signed the NDA. I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've had a bad date like that. What about you? Have you ever I had any know. embarrassing dates? Not no, really. Oh, I don't think I have, no. To be fair, it's it's... I don't really date that much, to be fair. Mm. Is it? I, I just usually, if I meet someone, it's a bloody relationship. Um, but uh, but no, no, I haven't actually. I think I think more. I've got more childhood like embarrassing moments than anything else. Which oh, shall we jump into time machine then? Okay, let's go back to let's go back to nineteen eighty. I think it would have been about eighty eight, eight seven, eighty eight. So I wasn't even born then. You weren't. You weren't even a thought at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do. I was trying to do. A ding. It just went wrong. <laughs> You're the yeah. old dad who's dying in the film. I am. I am. <laughs> so, so yeah, but it's about 1987, 1988, and um, you know when you're a kid. The, the mm. first thing you ever do when you go anywhere, you just want to run. Yeah. You just want to run, okay? Yeah. So I was a very, very, very fast runner when I was a kid. Um, not so much now because I'm a bit fat. But besides that, <laughs> so we were going to, we went to a wedding in Northampton. And where we were parked was basically in between the actual um, parking space and the hall where the wedding was. Oh, was it like a venue. community hall? Yeah, it was like a community. I think it was a school. Um, okay, yeah. But you know what it's like. Back in the day, it was all schools. Yeah, back in the day, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, those so PE benches around the sides. Yeah, but you think if you're at that point, you think you're cool if you're sitting on them. But yeah. obviously, no. Um, yeah. So between that, there's a massive piece of grass, like a, almost like a field. It's not okay. Huge. Obviously, when you're a kid, everything's freaking huge. Yeah. So it's just a small patch. Yeah, it's probably six meters. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so I decide to bolt. Like I always do. Because mum's like, we're going over there. And I was like, yeah, yeah, let's run. So I just peg it. <laughs> As I'm pegging it, all of a sudden, my mum just sees me disappear. And oh. I remember, it's just very vivid to me, actually. I remember it like it, it just happened yesterday. <laughs> what, what actually happened? <laughs> so I'm doing 0 to 60. You remember like when you watch Tom and Jerry and when like, Tom runs or Jerry runs and like a puff of smoke behind me. That was exactly, me. Exactly, yeah. I was like, gone. I fell into a manhole and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You fell through. I fell into a manhole. But listen, <laughs> it gets worse. So I'm wearing obviously really nice clothes. So as I'm yeah. running, and if you imagine, if you're running, you fall into a hole, but your body's still moving forward, right? Yeah. So I've, from my shins, up to my chin, I'd actually scraped literally on the edge. Oh. So all of it was like filled with blood and like up to my chin. Ooh. And I remember holding onto the edge of oh, so the manhole. So I didn't fall all the way in. And okay. just as I was getting ready to fall in, my mum came and grabbed my hand. I could have oh, been I could have been eaten by alligators. Do you remember back in the day when you think there was alligators in the sewer? That's what I thought. I used to think there were snakes in the sewer. So that's there I was probably to was. scared being on the toilet just in case a snake came out and just... Yeah, beat your bum hole. Um, well, I won't be worried about the bum hole, but um, but yeah. So that's what happened. I fell, I fell in the manhole, and I do remember thinking I, I'm dead. Yeah, of course. I was about Sorry, six or I, seven. 
I'm just imagining you like running across this grass and all of a sudden going, Wing! But just, just remember me as a child screaming how high pitched that was. Oh my god. It was honestly, it was really scary and it hurt a lot because I remember you... I still went to the wedding. I was gonna say, did you still go to the wedding? But that yeah, because it was like, well, well, we're here now. So <laughs> it, it, it actually, I, I didn't bleed that much. It was just, it was, it was there was a lot of grazing. Um, I was gonna say, imagine like your mum like say, "Oh, how you doing? What's wrong with this shot? Fell in a manhole." Yeah. So, <laughs> but I don't think many people really cared, if I remember correctly. But yeah, so yeah. That, that's Back that's one of my days. one of my embarrassing stories. Uh, uh, yeah. Have you had anything like that? You know, I feel really sorry for you, though. But I think my story might top your childhood embarrassment. Nothing will top that story. Well, wait for it. Okay. okay. Uh, I was in primary school, probably okay. year three, I'd say. Um, and I, as a child, I think I still have some hints of it now. When people tell you something, I take it very literally. So like, okay. if you said you're going to be somewhere, uh, say... I'll meet you at the train station at half six. Yeah. I will expect you there at half six. Yeah. And if you tell me to do something, I will do it exact to the word. Okay. If you phrased it wrong. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. Yes. So, as a kid, they teach you, oh, if there's a fire, you know, you basically have to drop everything you're doing and walk out with the teacher yeah. and stand in the playground. Mm-hmm. Where everybody's standing together. So and that's standard, what they yeah. teach you. Yeah. And that's yeah. what you should do. Correct. Now, <clears throat> I didn't know this, but we were going to have a fire drill around the time that we were doing PE. Okay. Now, uh, we I think, yeah, it was just after we finished PE. And I was in the changing room. Yeah. And I just had my underwear on and my singlet. With your singlet. My <laughs> singlet. And all of a sudden, fire alarm goes off I'm like oh no so I was like quickly teacher uh, was standing there we all queued up we went out standing I'm sure the teachers were looking talking to each other and just looking at me and I was just there push pulling my vest down over so I could cover my underwear so nobody could see my special place (laughs) (laughs) why friends and then the teacher comes to me and like why, why did you get changed? I was like, there's a fire alarm, so I, I dropped everything. And she's literally. Like, no, you put your cl- <laughs> literally. Like, you should have put your clothes on. And since then, if, there, if there's ever going to be a fire, I'm going to put my clothes on first. Well, I, I, if you're at work and you've got nothing on, I'll be, I'll be questioning what you're doing. <laughs> well, imagine I'm in the toilet. Yeah, but you don't take your clothes off. Down. You don't take your clothes off when you go to the toilet. I stopped doing that when I was 19. Um. <laughs> that is quite embarrassing. But the thing is, yeah. when you're a kid, your whole world seems different. You just kind of feel that the whole world... In fact, you feel that the ground needs to pick, like, open up and swallow you up. I mean... Oh, yeah. I had one which was also quite similar to a certain degree. Um, when when I was younger, I'd probably say around six seven. I had a, yeah. had a uh, primary school as well. Me and my brother were uh, our parents bought us some cool shorts, like the best shorts you ever have. It's like when Mario Kart was at the height of like fame, uh, and oh, Luigi yeah. and Luigi was brought in. So Bav, my brother, had uh, a pair of Mario Kart um, shorts. Okay. I had Luigi. And I think yeah. it was Luigi and, and the turtle or the dinosaur, whichever, whatever it was. Oh, yeah, um, Yoshi or... Yo, Yoshi, that's yeah. him, yeah. Yoshi or Toad, is it, or whatever? 
or I don't know, who cares yeah. um so so anyway I, i'm like i'm wearing these to school because i'm a badass yeah it was freezing by the way it was really cold just so you know um <laughs> but you're still gonna wear shorts i'm still wearing off. shorts because i want to show them off and I'm in the playground, you know, like every kid does at the beginning part of the day before you go into class and running around. And I'm like, why is everyone running away from me, but not playing with me, which just didn't make any sense. And I was like, this is really strange. Anyway, and some parents were looking at me all strange as well. And, and what I used to do, we were old enough to walk to school by ourselves because it was just literally across the road. It was not far away. Yeah, it was really close to us, wasn't it? Yeah, so... Um, and I thought nothing of it and I thought okay maybe it's just one of those games that where everyone just runs away from me trying to convince myself that I'm actually okay I then find out later in the day when my brother approaches me and he goes why did you wear those I'm like because they're cool he goes fish you know they're boxer shorts don't you I was like <gasps> I'd been literally like parading around <laughs> school in boxer shorts. No wonder every every fucker ran away from me, and all the parents were giving me evil eyes in the morning. I was in oh boxer shorts. Oh, I was in bright green box. They weren't even like like light coloured or, or dark or anything like. They were bright green, so you could see them from like the moon. <laughs> Sorry, I just snorted that. You did. You did. So yeah, it was, it, that was damn right embarrassing. And and after that day, I was like, right, okay, I'm just gonna wear jeans or trousers. Oh Oh my god, Every imagine day. that though. Even Ofsted officer came whilst you were there and then walks off and like, ah, oh, the school was good, but there was one child in their underwear the whole day. <laughs> in boxer shorts all day. <laughs> who seemed to think it was okay. <laughs> I'm surprised the teachers didn't ask you anything. Like, oh, have you, have you I think anything? they just realised. And, and it, the only thing is what made me realise after was because boxer shorts have a slit, right? So you can obviously stick your pee yeah. out. Yeah. I didn't realise obviously because on normal shorts there's a button or there's a zip yeah this is yeah. this doesn't have that so <laughs> obviously <laughs> oh my god yeah obviously oh. they, they can see my underwear under my underwear <laughs> well stupid ass um, I'm gonna okay that okay I have to say childhood embarrassments I think yours takes the cake there yeah it does I think you won that I've got um, one more well, to add to it but I'll tell you that in a minute Although, well, I was going to say, I had one embarrassing moment um, when I was in secondary school. So I think it must have been year seven, year eight. And, okay, this is, I'm not going to deny this. Uh, but I have to admit, I was a very big crybaby. Okay. Like, honestly, like, proper crybaby. Small thing would happen, I'd cry. Um, and... This was when I was a kid, but I think there was some remnants of it as I was a teenager. So, secondary school, doing PE. I don't know why, it's always PE with me. Seems to be. Uh, so we were doing uh, badminton for PE, and we used to do it in the main hall. But because the hall was so uh, wasn't as big to accommodate everybody to have uh, a badminton match, mm. so what we do is do wait. So there was like uh, I think we were doing doubles, so about four kids would be on each court and the three courts whilst that you'd be in the car park practicing yeah so i'm practicing with this guy uh who's in my class and you know it's like a little bit of like a sidewalk it's bigger than the sidewalk though but we're playing and as we're he's hitting the um shot i'm going for the shot we're doing a really good rally and all of a sudden i slip off the um pavement yeah 
falling backwards, land elbow first, and I can't feel my arms. Yeah? <laughs> That's not the embarrassing part. The embarrassing part was when I sat up and my arms were like really hurting. So my arms were out straight and I was <laughs> like crying. Like a baby. Like a baby. Guy, like a baby crying. Like, <laughs> I literally remember this. And at the time, because my arms were hurting so much, I had to cry. And I'm going like this. All I remember is the guy I was practicing with, he just looked at me funny and just like sort of trying to go away as in like this is weird why is this man why crying at like me exactly. wait a minute um, you just said my man why is this man so was this very recent you can tell the truth no 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 no. it's, <laughs> it's slang in it why is this man why man doing this why to me man <laughs> but no honestly uh but it was went to doctors afterwards um and they did say it was the shock of getting hit on the elbow because I couldn't use my forearms. I literally couldn't use them for like, I think. Wait, when, when do you ever use your forearms? I mean, like, I couldn't lift my arms at all. <laughs> literally, like, do you know when I was trying to turn? It was one I of the I'm old. Just, I'm just trying to picture you, like, drying dishes with your forearms because they're, they're such a useful thing to do. When do you ever use, when do you ever use your forearms? My arms, like literally, I couldn't use my arms. I should have said arms. Yeah, it's just forearms that were hurting. But I could, like, we had an old school TV upstairs. Yeah, mm. where it was like an old. I think it was a Pioneer or Toshiba or something. And the buttons were like old school at the front. Yeah. Now this TV was so old, we had to actually slap the on button for it to okay. come on. <laughs> Imagine me doing this with arms that barely work, and I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. Just swinging my arms about like lifeless arms, like, <laughs> spaghetti arms. Exactly, uh, but I got out of school for a, a week, so I didn't get the ribbing straight away. Good. Um, yeah. But to be fair, if I if I was there, I swear to God, I would have ripped the crap out of you because that's just hilarious. Especially like <laughs> sitting up, sitting up on the curb with your arms out like a big baby. <laughs> <laughs> my legs are spread as well. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. I mean, I've done silly things like that. I mean, I don't think I've ever... Oh, I have. I have. Really? Okay, so, as I said, mentioned before, when I was young, I was a very, very fast sprinter. Sprinting was yeah. my thing. And I could just literally... I was the fastest in my primary school. Um, huh. And there was a kid that lived on my on my same street. And he was like, you ain't that fast, yeah? Um, he, did, he sounded like that. <laughs> so I was like, I'll race you. And he was like, I'll tell you what, I'll go on my bike and you run. And I was like, sound, round the block. So <laughs> so you I, took on a challenge to run faster than a kid on a bike. Yep. And I, I okay. thrashed him. I thrashed him. So anyway, but I thrashed him to a point. Now we're running around the block. Yeah. And as you get to the top of my street, you turn left. And when you turn left, it goes onto the main road. Now on the oh, main yeah, yeah. road, it has traffic lights, and obviously, mm -hmm. tra a lot of traffic lights nowadays have the the wait buttons that you press, right? Yeah. And you want to cross the road, so mm -hmm. I thought I was really cool. And you know when like you, you watch motocross GP, whatever, or those motorbikes, they go around the corner, and they tilt all the way to the side, yeah. So that the guy's knees touch the ground as they're going around the corner. Yeah. I don't know what the hell happened. I, in my head, I thought I was a motorbike because I was going that fast. So I then start tilting. <laughs> As yeah, I'm doing this corner, because I thought, yeah, I can take it because I'm running that fast. Anyway, as I'm like sprinting, I think, which in my head is a thousand miles per hour, this weight button comes towards me faster than the speed of light, and I smash my head. 
right against it. <laughs> right on the top of my head. I've got a scar to prove it. And <laughs> knock myself out clean. <laughs> Completely knock myself out. Anyway. It's not even the fact that you were like veering off. You it's self-inflicted. You were tilting. I was tilting, yeah. I thought I was a mad bike. <laughs> my legs were wheels. Um so I'm tilting, smash my head, knock myself out. Next thing you know, I'm, I'm woken up by this lady. She's like, just appeared above me like an angel. Angel. She just appeared and like, I remember she had like bright red hair. Um, and she was literally, just, like, literally had a hand on my face trying to wake me up. She woke me up. Mm. Um, and she was like trying to get me to communicate with her so she's like oh can you whistle can you sing songs blah, blah, blah. and I remember I was bawling my eyes out and she's like going, <laughs> and I was like bitch I'm, I'm, my head's bleeding and you're just like whistling away but I see what she was trying to do now anyway yeah. gets me home um, and obviously tells mum and dad because I found him on the floor <laughs> knocked out I woke him up he's, he seems okay but obviously he's got a, a big cut on his head um, didn't have to go to hospital it wasn't, wasn't that bad but it was, it was a good gash Oh, yeah. But you know, back in the day, you would know exactly what I'm talking about here. And a lot of the kids or people who grew up in the 80s probably felt the wrath of their parents when you've had an accident. They don't care <laughs> yeah. that you've actually hurt yourself. They yeah. will inflict more pain on you, <laughs> slap yeah. you up because you've hurt yourself. <laughs> don't you know what you're doing? <laughs> I could just imagine as soon as the, she, they thank this woman for coming to drop you off, thanking her very kindly, as soon as that front door closes, yeah, it's like, <laughs> why did you get attacked? Yeah. What did you run to the lamppost? Yeah, I uh, yeah I got a lace for that. But I mean, the, this was obviously one of many. I'm only I'm giving oh, you yeah. like the the R-rated version of some of the stuff that, that I did um, when, when I was a kid. <laughs> but you know, I think but as we all grow older, we we remember those embarrassing moments, but we never seem to stop getting ourselves in embarrassing situations, right? You can become the smartest person in the world, the richest person in the world, and the most careful person in the world. But you're still gonna embarrass yourself in one way yeah. or another. Do you know what? Today, like you, like I said, doing the talking about these embarrassing moments and made me laugh. And knowing that you've also been through the embarrassing shit. Oh, we all have. To be, yeah. We all have. <laughs> well, you've seen loads of my embarrassing shit. Like, yeah. Oh, that, when you fell over in the office. Yeah, I remember that. So first thought he'd give it loads and stood up on his chair in the office and started waving his hands around. Why did you wave your hands around? No, no, there was something. You <laughs> can we can we just finish with this one? Just because okay, I don't go on, know. Go on. This is so the bonus you, one. We can both tell sides of the story. Okay, go on. So, like, you were on the phone. <laughs> what, what 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 were you doing when this? I story? was on the phone. I was on the phone talking yeah. to a customer. So you're talking to a customer, and I don't know something happened. I think a song came on or something on the radio, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is the song. So I stood up. And I started pumping my arms in the air. <laughs> That's it, yeah. And I like, very, very excitingly did that. But the thing is, the, from the force that I got up from my chair, <laughs> which has got wheels on it, as I was pumping the air with my fists, the wheel was slowly going. The, the chair was going slowly backwards. It disappeared. And as soon as I, as soon as I went back to sit down on it, I just landed on my arms. <laughs> He, the, the thing is, from where I was sat, all I saw was Fuzzy's tiny little legs rolling around on the floor because he'd completely missed his chair. And the entire office 
who were on the phones had to put the phones down because they were just pissing themselves laughing. It was just one of those moments where you just did not expect. And with Fuzz being so small, even if he was standing behind his desk, you couldn't see him that much anyway, but then he just completely disappeared. <laughs> it's like me in the manhole, was... right? <laughs> I think there's a whole thump as well. Is that the whole like, boom? And then <laughs> Guys, you had to be there for this. Honestly, it was one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen in my in a, a workplace ever. But I think you know, we know, I think in our lifetime, I think I might be able to top it one day. Maybe, maybe we both will. Who knows? But guys, I'm sure you've all got embarrassing stories that you wouldn't mind sharing with us. So feel free to send us a DM, send us an Instagram message, or you can email us at theshadedpodcast at gmail.com. And we, what we'll do, we'll actually read the man next week. What do you think? Or the yeah, next show, so let's do. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, any you know what we've embarrassed, we've shared our embarrassing moments, but we'd love to share your embarrassing moments. If you don't want your name to be known, just let us know in the message, and we'll just read it out as anonymous. Yeah, listen, we'll bring you down with us, so it's all good. <laughs> Definitely, I really want to hear everybody else's embarrassing stories. I think so. It'll be fun. So on that note, guys, I'm Vish. I'm Fuzz. And thanks for listening to the Shaded Podcast. And we're out. Thank you for listening to The Shaded Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at The Shaded Podcast for the latest updates.